The following program is sponsored by Victorian Finance. Welcome to Real Estate with Sonny Bringle. I'm Gary Dixon. This program is sponsored by Victorian Finance. Victorian Finance is a residential mortgage company making it possible for people to buy houses and making that entire process very easy and painless. And Sonny Bringle is the president and the owner of Victorian Finance. Good to see you again, Sonny. Gary, as always, good to see you. Well, we have an interesting program once again to give our listeners today. We're always learning about real estate and financing and and all of those things associated with it. It's a very complicated topic. And you brought somebody else in today who can help us with all of that. Today, I have a couple of topics I want to get to to help explain to our listeners. One is about a certain type of loan program called the USDA, and I'll let our guests talk more about it. It's USDA loan program. It's amazing that the Department of Agriculture of the U.S. government is a lender in our environment, but they have been a long-term lender, and they have an extraordinary product that we're going to talk a lot about. And we also want to talk a lot about Brexit. Some people may not understand what that term means and the impact on their daily lives and what opportunities it might bring, but we're going to address both of those today. First, I want to introduce Mr. Jay Richmond. He is with Reliant Funding. He is our sales manager for a wholesale channel. He's also a loan officer with Victorian Finance, and he's an expert on USDA loans and helping clients buy properties in rural areas of the country. But Jay, tell us more about yourself and what USDA can do. Hi, Sonny. Thanks for having me on today. Um, I've been in the mortgage business for about 15 years now. I moved over from the golf industry. Uh, where the main thing that I brought with me from that is a sense of high-level customer service. I was in the golf industry in Palm Beach County, Florida, which is an extremely competitive environment for the golf business. And the only way to succeed was to take better care of our clients than anybody else was. And I've transitioned that over to the mortgage business. And that's my main goal is to take care of our clients each and every day and provide them an experience that they are so happy about. They can't wait to tell all of their family, friends, and neighbors what a great job we did for them. What's the longest putt you've given away? <laughs> I never give a putt away. <laughs> okay. Unless I'm playing with Sonny. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a change from the golf industry to our industry. It really is. Yeah. But it's a great business to be in, um, helping to serve our communities and help the American public achieve the dream of home ownership is second to none in a satisfaction level from an employment standpoint. Tell us more about this USDA product. I think most people would be fascinated to learn that this product exists. It's a great program. And let's start with why we call it the USDA program. This program is sponsored by the Department of Agriculture, the United States Department of Agriculture, and that's why we use that moniker when we talk about the program. The Department of Agriculture's involvement is guaranteeing the loan. It's actually called a guaranteed rural housing loan. The guarantee basically functions like mortgage insurance. That guarantee from the Department of Agriculture is what gives lenders the confidence to lend to folks who don't have a down payment. Down payment basically means the portion of the purchase price that we're not financing. So in times when 20% down payment was required, basically what that meant was we were lending 80% of the purchase price and the borrower came up with the other 20% in cash. This program is 100% financing or no down payment which means we lend the entire purchase price, allowing people to get into the home with little or no money out of pocket. In addition to the purchase price, there are more funds needed. So believe it or not, a 100% financing program doesn't always mean that you don't need any money. The additional monies that are required are to cover closing costs, 
which range from the fees that come to the mortgage company, the fees that go to the title company, an appraisal, transfer taxes, things like that. So we have to come up with a way to find those funds in addition to the lending of the purchase price. The other group of money that we need to come up with is our first year of homeowner's insurance and our first year of taxes. Now those can also be covered in this program in other ways. The money is not necessarily part of the loan, but the seller of the property is allowed to pay part of the closing costs for the buyer. So these, this program can allow people to get into a home with absolutely no money out of pocket. So let me quickly summarize. If I'm buying a $100,000 house and all the property taxes, homeowner's insurance, mortgage insurance you're talking about that come with that, all the fees around getting a mortgage, I can roll all of those in and that $100,000 house may have 5000 of fees, 105000 effectively that can be borrowed. That's correct. Now, for those people listening that make scared, oh, my God, is the 2008 mortgage crisis coming back? <laughs> you know, basically, you're saying I can get a house with no money out of pocket. How long has this program been around? This program has been around for a long time and has been very successful. In fact, historically, this program has had a lower default rate, a lower foreclosure rate than any other loan program. This is not something to be concerned about. People that That's sit- correct. This is not the subprime loans of the old days where we didn't verify anything. For all of our purchases, we verify income, we verify assets, we look very much at credit history and credit score. So it is a vetted program. It's not like the old programs that they were giving money away to people that shouldn't have had it. And this has stricter guidelines than other loan programs to make sure the person qualifies or can afford the house? Absolutely. In fact, it has one of the lowest allowable debt-to-income ratios, which is basically a ratio of the money you have coming in each month to the money you have going out. So what we want to see in the USDA program is that folks borrowing this money have enough capacity to repay their mortgage comfortably. Is there any geographic restrictions to getting a loan like this? Or can building downtown or condo or? Very good question. The mission of the Department of Agriculture is to assist rural communities. So this program is available in rural areas. There is a map available on their website uh, where you can search by property address and it will tell you if this property that you're searching for is eligible. It follows the census tracts developed by the federal government. So there can be situations where literally on one side of the street the program is usable and on the other side of the street it isn't. Depends on the concentration of people in that area, whether it's considered rural or urban or suburban. And as long as it's a rural area, any type of home can be financed, as long as it's a one-unit property. But um, Although it's a rural housing program, if the area is rural but there are new townhouses going up, this can be used to fund a townhouse or a condominium. can also be used in areas for manufactured housing, what we would call a single-wide or a double-wide. You see a lot more of those in the rural areas. So that, you know, if you're getting a mobile home, term you used Correct. a lot. Growing up, I mean, my age might be showing here, but the you know, manufactured home never worked. I always had a mobile home. It had a trailer hitch on the front. That's exactly yeah. right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, but is that you know, single-wide, double-wide limitations on types of manufactured homes as well? It has to be a new unit. So it has to come from the manufacturer. If you're buying it brand new, this program is eligible on a mobile home. And it allows those dealerships in the area that are selling manufactured homes or mobile homes to help more folks become homeowners. 
the more options there are for the buyer, the more units that dealership's going to be able to sell and the more people that are going to be able to enjoy the benefits of home ownership. And benefits of home ownership have huge economic and family impacts. And so every day we fulfilled with the fact that we're helping promote somebody's economic stability and the stability of their family. These programs are there to help people buy houses they never thought they could. That's right. It reminds me of a story of a young couple that we helped here last month. They had been renting for a long time, had their first young child, and wanted to buy a house somewhere that they could paint the walls whatever color they wanted in the kids' room, that they could hang whatever they wanted, their pictures, on the wall without worrying about putting a nail hole in somebody else's house. The problem most people are experiencing today is coming up with a down payment. When you're paying rent, basically you're paying someone else's mortgage plus whatever over and above that they want to charge you. So owning a home in a lot of situations can be cheaper than renting. But while you're renting, trying to save up the money that you need for down payment under traditional programs, plus the closing cost, plus the first year of taxes and insurance, can be daunting and can take a considerable amount of time. What we were able to do for this young couple was to find them a home in the area that they wanted, which happened to be a rural area, and by putting them into this program where it's 100% financing, they were able to buy a home to move in with their child and raise that child in their own place with no money out of pocket. Did you get a picture with them at the closing? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask, uh, there have to be, from what I'm listening to, it sounds like, okay, this is too good to be true. What's the catch? There have to be some requirements, obviously. Is there an income requirement in this? Great question. There's an income requirement, both high and low. In other words, this program, because it's a government-sponsored program, has a limitation on how much money you can make. You have to be under the HUD median income, which basically means the average income for the area you're buying in. The reason for that is because it's a taxpayer-assisted program, the Department of Agriculture doesn't want millionaires who have other outlets for mm -hmm. buying homes to use this program. Right. So you must be under the income limit, but also make enough money to support not only your new housing payment, but also all of your other monthly debts. I have no idea exactly what that amount of money in our area is at the moment. I'm sure that changes probably from year to year. And it changes from area to area as well. Because it's based on the specific area that you're buying, some counties close to us here in West, western Pennsylvania, that annual income limit is about $75,000 that you have to be under. And that's combined family income? That's correct. That's the for household. the household income. Right. right. So even if there's only one person that's the borrower on the loan, for the purposes of making sure we're under that limit, we look at the total household income. Okay. And for it's also based on family size. So if the household has more than four people in it, that income limit goes up because it takes more income to support a larger household. Mm -hmm. It can go as high as ninety-five dollars to $100,000 in Pennsylvania. Well, if you just uh, joined us, we are listening to a program called Real Estate with Sonny Bringle, and we're glad that you've joined us. Sonny is the president and the owner of Victorian Finance. Now, Victorian Finance provides residential mortgages to people buying houses, making that process a lot easier and a lot less stressful than it sometimes can be. Here's the phone number. It's 888-333-0191. That's 888-333-0191. You can visit their website realestatewithsunnybringle.com. On that uh, website, you can also ask a question that we'll be glad to cover in a future program. That's 
realestatewithsunnybringle.com. And now back to Sonny and Jay. Jay, thank you. And, and Gary, great questions uh, that you have on that. Now, wh- one of the things as well that uh, why Victorian Finance and Reliant Funding are so involved in this program, because in rural areas, there's not a lot of lenders that like to play in those markets. And so there's not a lot of opportunities for people to get loans. So that's one reason why these loans were developed by the USC in the first place, to make it easier for people in rural areas to be able to finance their houses. And they're specifically designed for that. That's why there are income limits and there are geographic restrictions. So if you go to USDA.gov, where's the website to go check out to see whether your house fits into this market or the house you're looking at fits into this market? First thing to do is to talk to your mortgage professional. Absolutely. They can tell you in no time mm-hmm. flat. But if you're just kind of playing and go on a website. The web address is a little long, but if you search under any of the major search engines for USDA mortgage eligibility, it will take you to a site that will help you to determine your eligibility not only for an income, but also for the home that you're seeking. That's where you do the property address search to make sure that it's in an eligible area. Or talk to your mortgage professional or talk to your real estate agent who can direct you in that way. And we we can determine it very much. But I do remember that address being very long. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But it's a great way. It's actually very easy to use. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you're there, you type in the property address and it returns an answer for you. The program is designed for people in rural areas because the other obstacle is people getting appraised values for having properties close enough to determine value. And this program understands those limitations. So it is a lot more flexible when it comes to appraised value on houses on the comparables and their distances and how old they are. So it understands those markets where you get certain loan products would never work in those areas because you can't get comps close enough. So there's a number of things that restrict rural areas from getting a loan that this program specifically addresses to make it easier for them to do that. That's correct. And there's some very exciting things coming with the USDA program. Uh, The guarantee that we were talking about is partially funded by the borrower. The guarantee basically takes the place of mortgage insurance. The cost for that is going down with the new government fiscal year, September 1. It's going to drop by over 50% in the fee that you have to pay. They're also updating the requirements regarding refinances so that people currently in a USDA mortgage have more opportunities to refinance and take advantage of the current historically low interest rates. Sonny, do you have an idea on why the interest rates are so low right now? <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah, well, the, the refinance program that they're coming out with is extraordinary, and the drop in rates of USDA, is, you have to consider it. Make sure if you're buying a house that you tell your real estate agent or mortgage professional to talk about a USDA program. It's got to be an option. It may not be the best option, but you certainly got to make sure you talk about it. But, Jay, as you mentioned, rates are just extraordinarily low right now. It, we've had a blessed period for the last decade of having extraordinarily low interest rates. If you look at the past 60 years, we've never really had this good of interest rates for this long. But we are rates were increasing up until a recent event. And that recent event is called Brexit. Uh, and for those of us who don't know what the term Brexit means, it's the British exit vote from the European Union. And that's where Brexit term came into play. Uh, but you know, it's interesting that you hear the term British to give you a little geographic history, uh, lesson as well. Is Britain is only a part of three countries that are called the United Kingdom, Scotland, Ireland, and Britain. That's called the United Kingdom. Each one of them have an individual membership in the EU. And so it was the British that voted for the United Kingdom basically to exit the EU as well. And that's where it's actually triggering some other turmoil in there about Scottish and Irish deciding whether they want to stay a part of the UK. Uh, So it's an interesting event. But what that created is such turmoil in the international financial markets that 
the safest place in the world is where? The United States. And so when somebody is trying to like, I have no idea what's going to happen in the world and where financial markets are going to go, I'm going to put my money in the United States. As much as people say we have problems in the United States, we have economies difficult or situations, it is still the safest place on the planet to put your money. And so when that happens, people all around the world get scared and they buy what's called U.S. Treasuries, which are one month securities, three months. You have CDs. You go to the bank, you see a CD, one month CD, three month CDs, one year CDs. That's exactly the same thing. They're very analogous to U.S. Treasuries. And if you walk into a bank today, you will say, wow, that's a low return on a CD. I'm not going to put my money in. It's just way too low because that's because all the money is coming in the United States and they just want a safe place. And so the banks are offering it, like, well, if you want it so badly, I'll just give it to you for a lower interest rate. And so they're getting all this money at a real low interest rate, which allows them to lend it out at a low interest rate. That's where it brings this unique moment in time. And this moment won't last very long because the uncertainty, what happens with certainty? As time goes by, certainty comes back into play. And people start thinking, ah, it's stable. I can pull my money back out again. But we're truly in a very low interest rate environment right now, and it's not going to last for long. And you know, this term is called flight to safety when the money is exiting the euro. Because what was all the talk before Brexit? Even President Obama said it is going to be disastrous. You heard the Federal Reserve, the European Union Federal Reserve all said it was going to be disastrous. David Cameron, the prime minister of the UK, was saying it was going to be disastrous. And for the first week after the vote, it was it was disastrous. Everybody mm -hmm. felt like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that's going to happen financially for the markets. But what has happened since then? It's been about three weeks now. It's actually not been so doom and gloom that it has been. Yes, they still have some challenges. Yes, the ec economy of the UK is not going to be so bad. But the market's all stabilized. The stock market is increasing. Money is starting to fly back out of the United States because they realize it didn't blow up the country. And so rates are going to start rising again. So if you're thinking about refinancing or buying a house again, this little blip in time is not going to last long. Because guess what these people are doing? The British don't want this to be a drastic impact. The European Union doesn't want Britain to fail because it only hurts the European Union. So even this week, the Draghi, the chairman of the European Union Federal Reserve, said, I'm going to hold rates because I don't think it's so bad. And so all the doom and gloom wasn't as bad as what everybody thought it was going to be, and rates will start rising again. And these are rates on CDs, your car loans, your interest rates on uh, credit cards, uh, housing purchases, boat purchases. So if you're looking to get any type of financing of any product, this is your best time to do it. Because once the stabilization happens, everybody feels that it's going to be fine. The economy shows some improvement. Then all of a sudden, rates start going back up again. And one last point on the, the Brexit, the, the UK is going to be the one that's going to be the biggest impact from this because they still have some challenges. They have a lot of trade agreements they have to resolve, and that's going to come in time. But they've already started establishing those, and there's already stability being shown that they're going to resolve them. But they're going to be damaged, but not nearly as bad as what everybody predicted beforehand. A lot of it was political fervor and just trying to prevent people from voting for the exit. 
And people just like to establish a position that may be a little bit slightly more exaggerated than what's really going to happen. It's just the nature of politics. And that's exaggeration in politics. I've never heard of such a thing. (laughs) You know, it's like one thread of truth becomes this biggest truth of all time. You know, it's it's amazing how that impacts. But finally, even our Federal Reserve presidents in the United States, and we have a board of Federal Reserve presidents in the United States, and they meet often. They don't feel this is going to be that big of an impact. The same way with the European Union. So, again, rates are going to go up, and it's time to look at refinancing or buying a house or whatever financing you're going to do. Talk to your mortgage professional and talk to your real estate agent. Back to some of the things that we do at Victorian Finance and Reliant Funding is that with these low rates and with the money that we're able to lend, there's a number of different ways or a number of different ways you as a buyer might see a lender in your area. And you may not understand the difference of them, but Jay, you work with Reliant Funding Group of Victorian Finance that works with a completely different type of group of lenders. That's right, Sonny. We actually are such strong believers in this USDA program that we have a division specifically set up to help get more people into this program. It's called a wholesale division. In our wholesale division, our clients are mortgage brokers. So you may not see... Victorian Finance or Reliant Funding in your area, you, you might be working with a mortgage broker who is a partner of ours. Not only do rural residents sometimes have trouble finding financing, but the mortgage brokers in those areas that serve those communities and help those folks are also often overlooked by big lenders. They want to focus on the large broker shops in the cities that are doing a lot of business, and sometimes the mom-and-pop shops out in the country get overlooked. And that's exactly the niche that we step in and try to fill by helping those smaller brokers serve those communities and offering this USDA rural housing program. We find even more reach out to the people that are buying homes. So that mortgage broker, what they're going to do for you is shop around to a bunch of different lenders that they have a relationship with and find that lender that best suits you. That's the advantage of working with a mortgage broker. We are one of those lenders that they may introduce you to. If you're looking at the USDA Rural Housing Program, we feel we're the best lender out there for you, and a lot of our brokers agree. So we can help to fund that loan for you, even though you may not see our name on the paperwork. That's a great point, because in some of these smaller communities, they just don't have the large financial institutions to provide all the options that are there. Most of people listening probably know somebody in the mortgage business. They probably know that they see this mortgage broker shop that's down on the corner of their downtown area and they he's like oh that's i didn't realize that's what they do and these are the people that know the area can explain these things to different lenders and can help you out in those situations as well and that's why we like partner with them as well because we like a personal relationship touch to understanding the lives that we're affecting and that these smaller mortgage offices know these people in their communities very well and at the end of the day we're all striving for the same goal of putting people in houses they can afford and allowing them to flourish in their life tell people about how they can get all these loans and all these loans are available. Tell me what types of properties can't get the USDA loan. Yeah, and that's a great point. Um, The program is set up for people to buy primary residences, homes that they're going to live in as their primary residence. There are certain restrictions. Income-producing properties, for example, are not allowed under the USDA program. So that eliminates multi-unit properties, like a two-unit townhouse or a three-unit apartment building, because the units that you're not living in are going to produce rental income. Uh, Farms are also not allowed. As strange as it sounds, when you think Department of Agriculture, you think Mm -hmm. about farmland. But a working farm, because it produces income, 
is not a property that would be financeable under this program. It's made for single families. Now, you can buy a condominium or a townhouse unit, but it has to be a one-unit property that you're going to occupy as your primary residence, something you're going to call home. So if you have somebody buying a house and they have their own personal hair salon operating out of back out of it, that would be an obstacle. That would. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. I see that a lot in the rural Because a lot of people in the rural areas use their houses for business. Yeah, you're right. And that's, that's very true. So if you're looking to buy a home in one of these areas, we're a great outlet for you. And if you're a mortgage broker in a small town doing some USDA loans, we really need to talk. We have a process set up specifically for this program the additional requirements of sending the file to USDA. We have a process that handles that in a way that almost no one else does. And I think you'll really like to hear about how we can help you to get more Americans into USDA loans and into the dream of home ownership. And a lot of brokers think USDA is a difficult product. It is not a difficult product when you understand it. All difficulty can be resolved with understanding. And we take the time to educate you on all the parts of it. And our staff is phenomenal at backing you up from a processing standpoint, from an understanding point, clearing conditions, setting the right expectations with the borrowers. And they truly embrace helping the broker out to make them more successful. That's correct. If you're not, if you're a broker and you're not doing USDA loans, give us a call. We'll help you get into them. Thank you, Jay. It's been great. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Sonny. Well, we appreciate your time listening as well for you out there in the radio audience. And our program is called Real Estate with Sonny Bringle. Sonny is the president and owner of Victorian Finance, which provides residential mortgages. Their phone number is toll-free, 888-333-0191. And the website for this program is realestatewithsonnybringle.com. We invite you to go there. You can ask questions which we'll cover in upcoming programs as well. So, Sonny... And Jay, thanks for uh, coming on the show today. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Victorian Finance LLC is a full-service mortgage lender serving the greater Pittsburgh area with offices in Bridgeville and Murraysville, licensed by the PA Department of Banking. Lender license 21334, NMLS number 50635. Member Mortgage Bankers Association of Southwestern PA. Lend right home mortgage experts and equal housing lender. The preceding program was sponsored by Victorian Finance.